It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Soren Alehu, an attorney at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call 312-726-1243. Did you know that 75% of Christian youth leave their faith during college and most do not return? Why is this happening? Today, we'll be speaking with Dr. Corey Miller, the president and CEO of Ratio Christi, a global movement that equips university students and faculty to give historical, philosophical, and scientific reasons for following Jesus Christ. Ratio Christi combines apologetics and evangelism to combat the objections that are pulling Christian youth away from the church. Dr. Corey Miller, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you all. Doctor, let me start first by asking you about the name Ratio Christi. Uh, What does Ratio Christi mean? Ratio Christi stands for the reason of Christ. So we are not just a theistic organization, but a Christocentric or Christ-centered organization on campuses. And when was this organization uh, started? The organization's been around for just over 10 years, but it's about eight years old as a 501c3. It began on a college campus where students just saw the need to have an apologetic base, a defense for the faith, and uh, the need was born in a cultural milieu in in which uh, a lot of the churches are not offering answers, or at least that's the report on the street, and we're facing uh, a very, very formidable opponent at the secular universities. So if there's anywhere where uh, the head of Christ, not just the hands and the heart of Christ, ought to be on exhibit, it's at the universities, and that's what Ratio Christi is doing. So talk more about, if you can, uh, some of the specific things that the organization does on campuses. How, how does the organization um, do its work in colleges and universities? So what we do each week is we have weekly apologetics evangelism meetings. Uh, We do outreach on campus as well and big event uh, debates, bringing in everything from human trafficking and sex slavery to God's existence and so forth. But our weekly meetings tailor around the big questions, the deep questions of, of life, faith, reason, and life itself. And our mission is to, as you said earlier, to equip students and professors with historical, philosophical, and scientific reasons for following Jesus. So we'll take on hot topics like, um, you know, God's existence, uh, the relationship with Islam and Christianity, the evidence for the resurrection, and even issues like uh, contemporary notions of social justice and what implications do those have for the Christian faith, and, and should Christians actually engage in social justice, things like that. That's great. Does does the organization have 
um, like other ministries, college ministries, uh, campus uh, chapters? Yes, we are on about 170 campuses from Rutgers University to UCLA and from the Philippines and South Africa to Pakistan and even a study center in the UK. We do uh, high school ministry in tandem with the churches, uh, connect with Christian camps, and also have a professor's ministry. And so why is it important, Dr. Miller, to uh, teach young people in colleges how to defend their faith? In part because I don't think they're learning it in the churches. Uh, There are sociological reasons that might uh, give answer to why that is the case. Uh, Some theologians, like, say, R.C. Sproul, might say that we're living in the most anti-intellectual period in the church age, which I think he's probably right, especially with respect to uh, evangelicals in America, um, and to Americanism in general. But our students are not being prepared for what they're facing in the secular universities, and the great apostasy uh, confirms that fact. And on top of that, it's, it's not just that they're getting into a new environment away from their families and their youth groups and a tr- maybe a traditional way of thinking for Christian students, but they're going into a secular university, which while once founded by Christians uh, virtually you know, for the first 150, 200 years from the founding of Harvard on, most of the universities were not just theistic, but Christ-centered. Today, they are secularized, and they are secular baptismal fonts. Uh, an example is the number of professors in the 90s, liberal to conservative, for example, would have been two to one. Today, according to the Washington Times, it's 12 to one for those professors 65 and older getting ready to retire. But for those younger scholars coming in for the future, 36 and under, it's 23 to 1, and in some departments like religion, it's 70 to 1. So if we think that uh, our students are prepared, we'd better think again. This is like storming the beaches of Normandy. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Soren Lehu of the law firm of Malkin Baker. If you missed part of this episode or want to hear previous Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit malkbaker.com. You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, we've been speaking with Dr. Corey Miller, president and CEO of Ratio Christi, about his ministry on college campuses. Uh, Dr. Miller, you spoke about uh, the lack of preparation for uh, students entering college. Uh, is there something that churches could be doing better? Uh, what is it that churches could be doing better to prepare children before college? Well, there is curriculum out there that some in the apologetics community have written from elementary and middle school up through high school. Um, people in the you know secular universities leftists have found a brilliant way to get parents to pay for the de-education and defaithing, if you will, of their own children, because we're not preparing them. So you can introduce them to apologetics curriculum. You can partner with organizations like us. Uh, the first line 
uh, of education ought to be coming from the parents. We've provided youth pastors as a tradition in American evangelicalism to stem the tide of the unchurched parents uh, who aren't there to educate their own children, but then somehow that morphed into youth pastors educating all the children. And let's just face it, most youth pastors are not engaging in the apologetics task. They're, they're engaging in the relational and activities task. Um, we need to do a better job there. Senior pastors, elders need to be overseeing some of the education uh, of what's going on, but many of them don't even know what's happening in the secular universities. And we wonder, by watching what's happening in current events, why we're secularizing so rapidly, uh, but it's because of what's happening in part in the universities. That is the most influential institution of Western civilization. Um, and so we send our children there without thinking about what we're sending them into and how they can be equipped. We need to know what's going on first and then make our plan of approach second. Yes, and you mentioned that many of these colleges and universities had uh, Christian foundations, um, and not so much today. In your estimation, how did we get from from uh, Christian foundations of, of these universities to where we are now? There's a long story of that, a long story of how we left and then who entered and why, whether, you know, a cultural Marxist spin or whatever. Uh, but, you know, from 1636, when Harvard, the first university founded with the, its model being Veritas for truth, and that was capital T truth because it was founded by the Puritans, uh, they later made it truth for Christ and the church and kept that for almost 300 years until the 1930s, their 300-year anniversary. Well, as they began to drift left, Yale likewise started with Veritas, uh, looks at Veritas, light and truth, with the idea that light has in connection to salvation, the Hebrew Bible. And one of its great child prodigies went and became the president of Princeton. And, and their motto today is, um, you know, under God she flourishes. Columbia University, the same thing, on and on uh, throughout. Well, at the at the turn of the century, last century, uh, I think we began abdicating our role and responsibility in high culture. D.L. Moody once gave the statement, don't polish the brass on a sinking ship. In other words, you know, just the Titanic's going down, just get the soles off. Don't think about long-term uh, strategy or anything like that. Jesus is coming back, say, tomorrow. Uh, or perhaps uh, more of a taking our eyes off the ball uh, thinking about strategic elements of society like the universities, like education, uh, media, arts, government, and things like that. And when evangelicals largely evacuated from their own institutes that we founded, that created a vacuum and other people willingly stepped in. And so today uh, we face not just a, a secular academy, but with our political climate, a very Marxist, cultural Marxist, hostile academy that doesn't even respect free speech in terms of viewpoint diversity. That's great. Coming up, we will talk further with Dr. Corey Miller, president and CEO of Rostio Christi, about his organization and how it's helping bring college students back to the church. I'm Soren Lehu, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. 
This is Tom Morrison for Family Pack. Family Pack is pleased to announce that its Defender of the Faith Award was presented to the outstanding Christian law firm of Mock and Baker. For over 30 years, Mock and Baker has led the fight in Illinois for a free exercise of religious liberty and protection as guaranteed by the First Amendment. I don't know of anyone who has done more to protect our Christian values for our churches, in our schools, and against government attack and interference than Mock and Baker. Mock and Baker is the law firm which Family Pack uses both in Illinois and federal cases to protect your religious freedom. If you have a legal need or question and would like the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mock and Baker at 312-726-1243 or visit their website at www.mockbaker.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Soren Alehu, an attorney at Malkin Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you missed the first part of the show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we've been speaking with Dr. Corey Miller, president and CEO of Ratio Christi, about his college ministry, um, uh, based on apologetics and evangelism. And uh, Dr. Uh, Miller, uh, I want to ask you um, about your organization's experiences on, on campuses. Have you experienced any hostility uh, doing ministry on college campuses these days? Yes. Generally speaking, we've been in about 17 cases of legal proceedings in recent years. Um, most of the time they have to deal with speech codes or speech zones or um, club funding uh, or something akin to the all-comers policy. And most of the time the universities see the sense in what they're doing once they're pushed back legally, uh, just as a warning, and they've acquiesced. But two times in the last uh, recent months and years, uh, they've taken us on, and we've had two federal victories out of that. And then in my own case in particular, uh, I've experienced it from an undergrad, a grad student, and even a professor. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was in legal proceedings at Indiana University, charged for creating a suicidal environment by a student who was a former pastor and turned gay. And in an ethics class, we cover virtually any topic you can think of that's controversial. And when the human sexuality issue came up, merely because I gave alternate positions, uh, he reported me and said he was scared and didn't want to be a victim along the suicide lines of the disproportionate number of uh, those in, in the gay community that commit suicide. And so, um, fortunately, uh, legal partners came in, took our case pro bono, and I got exonerated for that. And uh, then when I, I was in my own Ph.D. program, the first attempt at a Ph.D., uh, I was told I had too much of a faith perspective. I didn't have any legal recourse at this time. Uh, I simply couldn't get an advisor in the department for the life of me uh, that would chair my committee, even though I was all but dissertation five years into it and faced a severe hostility while I was there um, and had to terminate with a master's in uh, philosophy, um, which launched me into professor ministry eventually and 
went on to complete the PhD from a different university, but then uh, took the role of, of this organization as well. And, and colleges and universities are supposed to be a more marketplace of ideas, at least that's what they say. Uh, why do you think that there's so much hostility to Christian ideas on colleges? Well, I think in this particular culture, we're defined by a strong Christian heritage and presence. And so it's almost like the king of the hill, it's toppling the guy that's on top. And, you know, they, they've tried to eradicate a, a Christian presence, some areas more hostile than others, for quite a long time. They, they certainly want the presence in terms of tuition dollars and children's minds to, um, you know, twist and push in their own directions. But they don't want uh, conservative Christians in the academy teaching at the highest levels. Um, they don't believe it. They got rid of that Santa Claus nonsense, as some of them would see it, a long time ago. And there's no reason to invest in it or allow it to be brought back into existence. So we're facing uh, really a scientific naturalism on the one hand, and then a postmodern relativism on the other hand, typically coming out of the hard sciences or the humanities, as it were. And your organization emphasizes um, two things, uh, apologetics on the one uh, hand and evangelism on the other hand. Um, could you ex explain uh, for us the distinction between the two and why both are necessary on college campuses? Sure. A lot of campus ministries focus on evangelism or a, a form of traditional discipleship, Bible study, prayer, things like that. Uh, but what we're finding today, Soren, is that the modern university is no longer accepting the um, principles that would have been taken for granted in the past, like God's existence or a Judeo-Christian ethic or things like that, uh, the Bible being God's Word or even a, a historically reliable book. Today, those things are simply swept aside, and uh, Christians, if they're going to be able to make any headway at all, we're talking about an Acts 17 model. Uh, we're on Mars Hill. We've been there for at least a generation. Generation Z is even more removed than the millennials were from the foundations of a biblical Christianity that characterized much of America. And so if we're going to do evangelism and do it with any depth of conversation, I can't see how people can do without apologetics. Apologetics is nothing more than a, a reasoned defense of the Christian faith, exhibiting the hands, the heart, and definitely the head of Christ. And so it's a, a dual task. We don't want to get wrapped up just in you know, becoming fat heads or eggheads, as it were, doing apologetics and understanding the arguments for Christianity. We want to be able to give reasons so that we can bridge people through the gospel to Jesus Christ. If someone needs a hug, we give them a hug. But if they need an argument, we are the ministry on campuses to give arguments. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Soren Lehu of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Dr. Corey Miller, president and CEO of Ratio Christi, about his uh, college ministry. 
And, and Dr. Miller, we've uh, touched on some of the challenges and, and hostility uh, on college campuses. Do you find similar obstacles, challenges on Christian colleges and universities? Yes, uh, I would say that as last century, it was the fundamentalist modernist controversy. Uh, now we're facing the postmodern uh, critical theory, identity politics, social justice, uh, political correctness, call it what you want. They are discrete terms, but they have a lot in common. Uh, we're finding the, the cracks and the fissures happening at the foundations on many of our, our Christian campuses as well. And uh, Dr. Miller, I understand that um, you also have a, an interesting faith journey uh, coming out of the um, mm -hmm. Mormon tradition. I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about your uh, Christian walk, your journey to faith, and how that's impacted your own ministry. Yeah, I grew up in uh, Utah as a seventh-generation Mormon. Uh, my ancestor, one of them was a personal bodyguard of Joseph Smith. Um, his father was tied in with uh, one of the second counselors in the first presidency that sits in councils with the prophet. Um, so that was my heritage, and I got invited to go to a Christian camp in high school. I wasn't going to convert to another religion, but I uh, found Christ there, rocked my world, uh, gave me a new lot on life, gave me a passion for knowledge, because it made me wonder, um, you know, how was I deceived for so long? How do I know the Bible is really the Word of God? How do I know God even exists? And if so, which God? And so uh, that experience coming out of Mormonism is what led me into philosophy and comparative religions where I'm at today. A uh, recent book that we had out is called Leaving Mormonism, Why Four Scholars Changed Their Minds, and all of us are former Mormons, uh, current evangelicals, and possess academic doctorates, my co-author being a former BYU professor, and you can read more about the story there. That's great. Uh, how does Rashio Christie partner with churches and other ministries uh, today? That's part of our DNA, is partnership, partnership, partnership. We believe that we can do things bigger and better together. We're a parachurch, sometimes a para-parachurch organization, because we focus like a special ops ministry, focused intently on apologetics evangelism. So the common discipleship, will partner with other campus ministries uh, to pass people off like that, or to help train their staff and partner with them as specialists in this field. And with churches, same thing. All of our staff ought to be uh, community apologists involved in their local churches, equipping them with their youth groups to uh, be prepared for what they're going to face in college, and then also tagging with you know, evangelical conservative professors, perhaps, that are uh, connected to churches that are near university campuses. Uh, because, in my view, the professor is one of the greatest omissions of the Great Commission, the literal 1040 window of the Western world. So we've got to partner with churches and uh, professors that are in those churches to be able to have an influence, because professors will have a better influence on their own kind, other professors. And so tagging the Christian professors is a key strategy in what we do, and oftentimes we find those through the local churches next to the local universities. Great. Uh, Dr. Corey, thank you so much for speaking with us today. How can people learn more about Rosio Christie and get involved? Thank you for the opportunity again. You can go to our website, ratiochristi.org, spelled R-A-T-I-O-C-H-R-I-S-T-I dot org. We would love it, love it, love it if you would consider 
telling others about us, uh, getting on our website, joining the movement. There are 5,000 university campuses, and we're only on about 170. Become a chapter director with us, volunteer, hybrid, or full-time uh, paid supportive missionary, faculty or student. Great. Uh, thank you, Corey. Uh, if you have a legal need or a question and want to uh, that want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Visit our website to subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter with legal updates or call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus for a free consultation. Thanks for listening. I'm Sorna Lehu, attorney at Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. have to serve somebody Yes indeed You're gonna have to serve somebody